0: Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Redemption Sealed, Then Revealed in an Open Vessel. It shall be focused on a study of Jeremiah chapter 32, Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee, Lord, who is like unto thee among the gods, as we see how here you promised that you would restore your children, and how, Lord, you spoke of how you will give them one heart and one way, that they might fear thee forever, for their good and the children after them. You spoke, Lord, how you shall give them an everlasting covenant, that they won't turn away from them anymore that you will do good to them and you will put your fear in their hearts that they will not depart from thee. We pray, Father, thanking you for even the fulfillment of that in the lives of us Gentiles, how you've given us an everlasting covenant. And you've given us the fear of thee that we may not turn away from thee by sealing our lives with the Holy Spirit. Help us, Father, to be faithful unto thee until the day of our redemption. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Jeremiah chapter 32.
1: Jeremiah 32 The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the tenth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, which was the eighteenth year of Nebuchadrezzar. For then the king of Babylon's army besieged Jerusalem, and Jeremiah the prophet was shut up in the court of the prison which was in the king of Judah's house. For Zedekiah king of Judah had shut him up, saying, Wherefore dost thou prophesy, and say, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall take it. And Zedekiah king of Judah shall not escape out of the hand of the Chaldeans, but shall surely be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon, and shall speak with him mouth to mouth, and his eyes shall behold his eyes. And he shall lead Zedekiah to Babylon, and there shall he be until I visit him, saith the Lord. Though ye fight with the Chaldeans, ye shall not prosper. And Jeremiah said, The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Behold, Hanamiel the son of Shalom, thine uncle, shall come unto thee, saying, Buy thee my field that is in Anathoth, for the right of redemption is thine to buy it. So Hanamiel, my uncle's son, came to me in the court of the prison according to the word of the Lord, and said unto me, Buy my field, I pray thee, that is in Anathoth, which is in the country of Benjamin. For the right of inheritance is thine, and the redemption is thine. Buy it for thyself. Then I knew that this was the word of the Lord. And I bought the field from Hanamiel my uncle's son, that was in Anathoth, and weighed him the money, even seventeen shekels of silver, And I subscribed the evidence, and sealed it, and took witnesses, and weighed him the money in the balances. So I took the evidence of the purchase, both that which was sealed according to the law and custom, and that which was open. And I gave the evidence of the purchase unto Baruch the son of Neriah, the son of Maaseiah, in the sight of Hanamiel, mine uncle's son, and in the presence of the witnesses that subscribed the book of the purchase, before all the Jews that sat in the court of the prison. And I charged Baruch before them, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Take these evidences, this evidence of the purchase, both which is sealed and this evidence which is open, and put them in an earthen vessel, that they may continue many days. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Houses and fields and vineyards shall be possessed again in this land. Now when I had delivered the evidence of the purchase unto Baruch the son of Neriah, I prayed unto the Lord, saying, Our Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Thou showest loving kindness unto thousands and recompensest the iniquity of the fathers into the bosom of their children after them. The great, the mighty God, the Lord of hosts is his name great in counsel, and mighty in work. For thine eyes are open upon all the ways of the sons of men, to give every one according to his ways, and according to the fruit of his doings, which hast set signs and wonders in the land of Egypt, even unto this day, and in Israel, and among other men, and hast made thee a name as at this day, and hast brought forth thy people Israel out of the land of Egypt with signs, and with wonders, and with a strong hand, and with a stretched-out arm, and with great terror, and hast given them this land which thou didst swear to their fathers to give them, a land flowing with milk and honey. And they came in, and possessed it, but they obeyed not thy voice, neither walked in thy law. They have done nothing of all that thou commandest them to do. Therefore thou hast caused all this evil to come upon them. Behold the mounts, they are come unto the city to take it, And the city is given into the hand of the Chaldeans, that fight against it, because of the sword, and of the famine, and of the pestilence. And what thou hast spoken is come to pass, and behold, thou seest it. And thou hast said unto me, O Lord God, Buy thee the field for money, and take witnesses. For the city is given into the hand of the Chaldeans. Then came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah, saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the Chaldeans, and into the hand of Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, and he shall take it. And the Chaldeans that fight against this city shall come and set fire on this city, and burn it with the houses, upon whose roofs they have offered incense unto Baal, and poured out drink-offerings unto other gods to provoke me to anger. For the children of Israel and the children of Judah have only done evil before me from their youth. For the children of Israel have only provoked me to anger with the work of their hands, saith the Lord. For this city hath been to me as a provocation of mine anger, and of my fury from the day that they built it even unto this day, that I should remove it from before my face. Because of all the evil of the children of Israel, and of the children of Judah, which they have done to provoke me to anger, they, their kings, their princes, their priests, and their prophets, and the men of Judah, And the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And they have turned unto me the back, and not the face, though I taught them, rising up early and teaching them, yet they have not hearkened or to receive instruction. But they set their abominations in the house which is called by my name to defile it. And they built the high places of Baal, which are in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire unto Moloch, which I commanded them not neither came it into my mind that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. And now therefore thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning this city, whereof ye say, It shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon by the sword, and by the famine, and by the pestilence. Behold, I will gather them out of all countries, whither I have driven them in mine anger, and in my fury, and in great wrath and I will bring them again unto this place, and I will cause them to dwell safely. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God, and I will give them one heart and one way, that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, that I will not turn away from them to do them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts, that they shall not depart from me. Yea, I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will plant them in this land assuredly, with my whole heart and with my whole soul. For thus saith the Lord, Like as I have brought all this great evil upon this people, so will I bring upon them all the good that I have promised them. And fields shall be bought in this land, whereof ye say, It is desolate without man or beast it is given into the hand of the Chaldeans. Men shall buy fields for money, and subscribe evidences, and seal them, and take witnesses in the land of Benjamin, in the places about Jerusalem, and in the cities of Judah, and in the cities of the mountains, and in the cities of the valley, and in the cities of the south. For I will cause their captivity to return, saith the Lord.
0: Up next, We shall listen to a sermon by Rev. William Burnham, titled, The Breach Between the Servant Church Ages and the Seven Seals. This was preached in 1963, on March the 17th in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 115 up to paragraph 147. I trust you find it to be a blessing.
2: But remember... The Bible has told us in Matthew, the fifth chapter, that the meek shall inherit the earth. That's right. The meek and humble will inherit the earth. Jesus said, Blessed are the meek, the simple ones. They just don't try to be some great big something. They shall inherit the earth. Jesus said so. Yes, yes, now they've polluted it, and God will destroy them. But the meek will inherit the earth after it's been purified. Now, oh my, now the forfeited title deed is now in the hands of the original owner, Almighty oh, God. Amen. The title deed to the earth and to eternal life, when Adam forfeited it, then Satan's dirty hands could not take it. So it went back to its original owner, God Himself. We're going to find it just a minute. There he sits on the throne with it in his hand. Hallelujah. The title deed. <laughs> Oh, that makes me feel religious. The title deed to eternal life. Abstract. (laughs) Title deed to eternal life. When Adam forfeited for wisdom instead of faith, it went back to the hands of the owner. Almighty God. What a great thing. All right. Waiting. What's it doing? In the hands of God. Waiting for redemption claims. He made a way of redemption. He made a way back, and someday the redeemer is to take it back. You see where we're getting to now? Well, watch this fellow sitting up on the throne. All right. Waiting for redemption claims. It's redemption. What is this book of redemption? This title deed? Abstract title deed? You say abstract? What does an abstract mean? It means it's searched all the way back to its beginning. Amen. Like that little like that little Amen. drop of ink this morning. When it struck that bleach, it went all the way back. And when sin has been confessed and fallen into the blood of Jesus Christ. And, oh, my! It gives an abstract right straight back to the Creator again. He become a Son of God. Abstract title deed is held in the hands of the Almighty. Oh, my! It's redemption means all legal possession to all that was lost by Adam and Eve. Amen. Adam, uh, what do I want that to do to a born-again Christian? Amen. Uh, it's legal possession to that abstract deed, title deed of eternal life means that you possess everything that Adam and Eve lost. What of it does? The possession of that deed. Adam could not meet the requirements of redemption. If he found he lost it, he had sinned and he had separated himself from God it was on this side of the chasm, so he could not uh, redeem it. He just couldn't do it. Because he needed redemption himself. So he could not do it. But the law required a kinsman redeemer. The law of God required a kinsman redeemer. You want to mark that down. Kinsman Redeemer, find it in Leviticus 25. We won't have time to thoroughly search this because you know each each text would make a, a knife. Hmm. But God's law Received a substitute. Now, what if God had not offered to take a substitute? But love constrained him to do it. That man was without a way back. And there's no way for him to get back. He was gone. But the grace of God met this kinsman redeemer in the person of Jesus Christ. Required it. Grace met requirements. Amen.
1: Oh, amazing. Amen. Grace, how sweet the sound.
2: God's law required an innocent substitute in who was innocent. Every man had been born sexual. That's in sex. Everyone. And the only one that wasn't had forfeited the rights to eternal life and to be king on the earth. Oh, uh, think of that scripture. For thou hast redeemed us back to God that we may reign and be kings and priests upon the earth. Oh, my! What the kinsman redeemer! Oh, what a story we would have here. Notice, law required a kinsman redeemer. To redeem a lost substance, grace met this requirement in the person of Jesus Christ. A kinsman must be born of the human race. Amen. Amen. Now, how could we be when every man is born has to, and anybody couldn't see it was a sex act there, but he's totally blind. Amen. Because every man that was born was born of a woman. And God required a kinsman redeemer and he must be a human. Oh my! What are you going to do now? Law required a kinsman redeemer. I couldn't take an angel. You had to have a man. Because we're not kin to the angel. We're kin to one another. The angel never fell. He's a different kind of being. Got a different body. He never sinned or nothing. He's a different... But the law required a kinsman redeemer. And every man on earth was born of a sex. I don't know what you see. That's where it comes from. That's where sin started. So you see what's at now? There comes your seed of the serpent in. Now, notice. Require a kinsman redeemer and the redeemer, kinsman redeemer, must be born of the human race. Here, that leaves us on a limb. But let me sound the trumpet to you. The virgin birth produced the the product. The virgin birth produced produced our kinsman redeemer, none other but the almighty God become Emmanuel. Amen. Amen. Emmanuel. Amen. Emmanuel. Amen. Emmanuel. The kinsman redeemer was met. You see how God makes a requirement and there's nothing we can do. But then grace steps in and overshadows that law and produces a product. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen.
2: Oh, when you get over home, when I get in my little cabin down there, Brother Neville sings about. Hallelujah. When you all hear something down there one morning, sing "Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me." You say, "Praise God, old Brother Brandon made it." There he is. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Oh, it's grace that taught my heart to fear. It was grace my fears relieved. Amen. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed. Wait till we get down to it, just in a moment. Oh, my. Now we look. The book, the book of Ruth gives a beautiful picture of this. How Boaz and Neoma had lost his state. You, you know, you'll hear me preach on heaven you Raise your hands up if you heard me preach it so you understand. See. Boaz had to become a redeemer. And he was the only one that could... He had to be a kinsman, a near kinsman. And in redeeming Naomi. he got Ruth. That was Jesus... Boaz typing Christ, and when he redeemed Israel, he got the Gentile bride. <laughs> you see? So, very beautiful. We have it on tape, I'm sure, here somewhere you'd like to have it. Now, notice. Now, he must be kinsmen. So, you see, an angel couldn't do it. A man couldn't do it. It must be a man, but he can't be born of a woman. A sex act. So, the virgin birth, the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. Therefore, Jesus was not a Jew. Amen. Jesus was not a Gentile. Amen. Jesus was God. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. His blood didn't come from any sex act. He was the holy, created Amen. blood of God. Amen. And we're not saved by Jewish blood, neither are we save by Gentile blood. We're saved by the blood of God. Amen. That's according to the Bible. It says yeah. so. Amen. We're saved by... So you see, Jesus was God. He was not no third person, fourth person, second person. He was the person. He was God. He was God Emmanuel. God come down from His glory, revealed Himself. I love that story of Booth Cliburn. that great beautiful hymn, Down from His glory, ever-living story. My God and Savior came And Jesus was His name, born in a manger to His own a stranger, a man of sorrow, tears, and agony. Oh, what condescension bringing us redemption when in the dead of night not one faint hope in sight. God, precious tender laid aside His splendor stooping To woo and save my soul. Oh, how I love Him. How I adore Him. My breath, my sunshine, my all in all. The great Redeemer became my Savior. The great Creator became my Savior and all God's fullness dwelleth in Him. That's what I meant to require. Grace produced a person of Jesus Christ. And we find this book now God stretched his tent, come from God to become a man. He changed his stream from the Almighty to be a man to take on the form of man so he could die to redeem man. Wait till we see him when there's nobody worthy. <laughs> All right. In the Bible, in the book of Ruth, as you read it, you'll find out such a person was called the goal. G-O-E-L Was called the goal. Or it was a person that could meet the requirements. And the goal must be able to do it, must be willing to do it, and must be a kinsman next to kinsman to do it. And God, the Creator of Spirit, became kin folks to us when He became man in order that He could take our sin upon Him and pay the price and redeem us back to God again. There it is. There is the Redeemer. Christ has redeemed us now. We are now redeemed. But He has not claimed His possession yet. Now you might differ in that, but just hold on a minute. We'll see. He hasn't claimed it. See, if He took the book of redemption, everything that Adam had and everything that he lost, Christ redeems back. And He's already redeemed us, but He hasn't took the possession yet. He cannot until the time appointed. And then will come the resurrection. And then the earth will be renewed again. And then He'll take possession, His possession which He got when He Redeemed us. But we'll do it at the appointed time. Oh, my. Uh, this is described in this seven-sealed book that we're talking of now. All right. The book of redemption. It's all described here. All that what Christ will do at the end will be revealed to us this week in the seven seals of God let us. All right. It will be revealed and revealed as the seals break and are released to us, then we can see what this great plan of redemption is and when and how it's going to be done. It's all hidden in this book of mystery here. It's sealed. God up with seven seals. And so the uh, Lamb is the only one who can break them. Now, pardon me, we realize uh, if you'd like to look in the Scriptures, you can get over and... Jeremiah and find out there when uh, he was um, when he, he was going into the captivity land you know, he he bought his uncle his uncle's son had some uh, some property and he went through that sealing uh, and if we talk it all we got that also in the seven church ages then seals and so forth in there now see a seal in the Old Testament was like a roll like this and here was a mystery. And this mystery was hidden. All right? It was sealed around and put here the claim to so-and-so. Then the next mystery was wrapped around of what this inheritance was and stuck out here on this side uh, the, the, the claim to so-and-so. And went on down until it made a scroll because people didn't have books like this then. It was in a roll. How many knows that? Called a scroll. Well, a sealed scroll... You could break loose one here, what the mystery of this was, and tear it loose, and you could see what that claim was. And then break the other loose, and you could see what that claim was. And the whole thing here is seven seals got the mysteries of God from the foundation of the world all sealed up in there and revealed by seven different seals that of God willing... Let, him, let us pull back these seals and look down through the book and find out what it's all about. Amen. Amen. Oh, I hope we have a great time. Amen. There the mystery of redemption is sealed until this book could not be broken until the last angel's message. Amen. The scroll's there. We know it was there. We know that it was Redemption. We believed it was redemption. Jeremiah said this scroll must be kept, as you read it there, he'll say he must be kept in an earthly vessel. See? Oh, what a beautiful thing I could talk about a while. This scroll was kept in an earthly vessel. A vessel that once became flesh. Glory. Died. Rose again and kept in the earthly vessel until the time of the purchase. Oh, my. Beautifully. All right. Now, these messages are all kept up until this earthly vessel, until the time of God's appointed time at the last messenger, at the earth, and all that these people had judged that and said, I know it's there, I believe it's there, and they fought at it and brought it forth and produced the things. By faith they believed it. But now it's going to be brought to us in revelation and from the hand of God by vindication. God said so. He promised it.
0: As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Word, and we thank Thee how You have taken away the stony heart out of our hearts, and You've given us a heart of flesh, and You've taken away, Lord, our spirit, and You've given us Your spirit, and You've filled us with the Holy Ghost. Father, we pray, help us to yield ourselves to Your purpose and to the leading of Your Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
3: is good when judgment was sure Remember